We're glad you joined us today. We know the road may feel isolating, but we are here to go along this journey with you and love the call to action. Rock Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We're going to join together and chat about all things military life. So you know the drill. Rock Up Buttercup! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ruck Up Buttercup. So excited to have you guys back. And I can hardly believe that September is almost over. It just went by crazy fast. And as you guys saw from my last one of my last posts, I moved. So things have been a little crazy. You can't see me right now, but I'm sitting on the floor in my living room recording because my desk doesn't want to connect to internet. But we are back with another girl chat. We're kind of mixing it up instead of a guest this week. And we have one of our newest coordinators here with me and Ashley to just kind of talk about her story in the military and just kind of, you know, maybe why she volunteered and wants to hang out with us. So welcome to the show, Rebecca. Yes. Hello. Thank you. It's an honor. I am so grateful to have met you lovely ladies of Deployed Love and to now become a coordinator and meet and join some more lovely ladies. Well, we're super glad to have you on the team now. I know that you've already kind of just jumped right in and it's been fun. She's at Fort Bragg with us here with me and Ashley, and she has started taking over doing a lot of the play dates and stuff with us. So it's been really great getting to know you. Thank you. Same to you. And I'm glad moving is going well for you. That is so crazy, especially during these times of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hectic move. I'm like, I just want to sell the house and not have to ever go back and look at it again. I'm so done with it all. I mean, we did that about actually a year ago. And I kind of said the same thing with all that's going on and the stress behind buying, well, having an accepting offer during COVID and then buying. Um, that was very, very stressful. So I don't want to have to do that again during these difficult times, at least. Yeah. And say, Ashley, you moved in the middle of all this too. So, <laughs> I, no. did, and I did it by myself. Like my, my husband wasn't home. So I had the bright idea that I was going to move while he, they were at JRTC. And that was, that was, not, I will never do that again, ever. <laughs> no, wow. I did not know that I ended up moving by myself as well in fact Nick was in basic and then AIT and when he had his like third set of orders and we knew for a fact he was coming to Prague I took a weekend I came down with the kids and I said to myself I am not leaving for Prague area until I have an accepted offer and four homes and offers later, we had our home and Nick was not allowed to come back and move any of our stuff because of COVID. I mean, this was when we were first figuring everything out and it was crazy. So I moved my four German shepherds and two babies by myself from Pennsylvania to North Carolina. And I don't regret it, but I've definitely learned quite a few lessons along the way. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a huge move. That's not, I mean, Ashley and I just moved across town. So to think like (laughs) that, I mean, you have to load the whole truck all at once. I know I made like 500 trips. We're still making trips with things as we finish cleaning the house. So yeah, loading an entire truck to move across country is a whole other game. Yes. Yes. And trailing your vehicle, (laughs) but in the rear, yeah, it was difficult. Um, but I don't know if you know this or not. I am an Air Force veteran. 
so I have moved probably around 16, 17 times in my life prior to this. So I thought that moving to Bragg as a spouse, which this was my first time doing a move on the other end. So a spouse with children, I thought, oh, this will be a breeze. I know what I'm doing. I can do this. Let me tell you, doing this with kids was a disaster. (laughs) I was like, in moving in general with kids is just difficult. Like, because like you have so many other things you have to like worry about like what toys am I keeping accessible what clothes what food whatever whatever is the essentials that you need to like provide for you and the family during the time that you're unpacking is insane it's crazy and especially if you have people moving you and you're just waiting for the goods to show up like if you don't drive it yourself like you're kind of like just stuck in limbo yeah and at the time my youngest um well, he was a year old, so, you know, we needed to pack and play and all the toys to keep him busy because he just started walking and getting into everything. So, yeah, that was um, an interesting journey. I've got to say that this, this journey as a spouse has been interesting. <laughs> and, and, like, let's, let's kind of tell our listeners a little bit. So, like, you're a very new military spouse, and you kind of have a very different story than a lot of military spouses. I know myself and Sabrina both were fairly young coming in as military spouses. I mean, I started dating Jeremy in high school. He went to the military. We got married after basic training and, and AIT and his first deployment. So, he had one deployment before we got married you are slightly different. And I feel like this kind of throws a little bit more hurdles because you had kids already and he was like, okay, I'm going to join the army and go to basic training and AIT and I'm going to be gone and I love you, babe. But yeah. Yeah. You know, I think there are pros and cons to that being a little more established and, and going through basic as a spouse, but seeing as how I went through basic myself, (laughs) with no kids and no really no other responsibilities other than my own it's much more difficult because it's not just about me it's about the kids and you know how are they going to get through this but it it was a huge toll on our whole lifestyle we left a stable job where unfortunately Nick wasn't moving up as fast as as everyone thought he should Nick had always thought about joining the service and one thing led to another one day and that was it. He was gone a month later, right after Christmas time. And we adapted, we went through some hurdles. And I think the biggest thing is because in the middle of basic is when COVID hit and we had all these big plans. Um, In fact, some of the newer spouses and I had put together, um, you know, this picnic for us to meet up at the graduation and for our, our husbands to meet up. And, um, you know, when we found out we couldn't go to the graduation and then we wouldn't see Nick really until we moved to Fort Bragg, that took a huge toll. I think going through basic, you're like, okay, I have no communication. The letters are, you know, two plus weeks behind, if not more. So, you know, that's like your end game. You're, you're waiting to go and see them graduate and to not be able to do that really took a toll on us. 
but we we navigated we got through and luckily owen was too young to understand and liam he he got through it but yeah so there that was basic and then ait he had more communication so that was a little bit easier yeah and then we moved to brag it, it's it's definitely different and it's a it's a lot harder but it's been an amazing growing experience i think the biggest difference is that when you're 30 years old service you already have friends and family established and you really don't know that it's going to change although we're always talk, we were always talking about moving and exploring and this and that but you're kind of set in stone with your people and you know your support system and so to do that to up and leave with kids was a huge change for me personally but us as a family and to come here to Fort Bragg as a new spouse that was very difficult to navigate but as we settled into Bragg and you know the area we quickly found well you guys <laughs> at Deployed Love and really from there it just kind of soared and Bragg has been amazing for us and the surrounding area is fantastic as well. Yeah. I feel like your journey just was so fast and it's all still, it's all been in COVID. I can't even imagine, like yeah. I was able to at least go to my husband's AIT graduation and like losing those special, exciting things, even like high schoolers not getting to their graduation in 2020 is like, uh, I mean, can you imagine doing 17 years of school and just being like, sorry, yeah. you, you know, this isn't how it's going to go, but it is so important to be able to see their basic, I think. And I think that that's a huge honor. So I'm sorry that you didn't get to see that. Did you, were you able oh. to go to AIT? No, no, we could not at AIT as well. Um, no, like I said, that the very next time we saw him was here at Bragg when he saw the home that I bought. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, hey babe, hope you like it. <laughs> And then you had like the whole thing flipped on you again because right away he deployed. So, well, he first, oh goodness. So it's been one very long year for us with a lot of ups. I will say a lot of positives, but I can definitely say that we have been through a lot of, I don't want to say downs, but just some obstacles. We got here and he went off to, oh my goodness, he went to, some training to get a certification. And then, um, unfortunately my, my father had passed away shortly after and a week after he passed, he went off to airborne school and came back from airborne school and went to his deployment training for a month. And two weeks after the deployment training, he was deployed. So oh my God. I can't he, even, I can't even like, he has literally been home for months out of this year four months and Insane. yeah you're a very resilient person I mean yeah. to think that you went from like a state like you were saying a really stable life where you were living yeah. and like things were what you were used to and then to I can't even imagine going the entire COVID I mean the whole time of COVID basically by yourself over the last year and a half and that's I mean that's saying a lot I don't think anybody 
can handle that normally. I think that that's stressful, but also throwing a deployment in there where, you know, there's, there's challenges in that we all know. Yeah. And it's funny. I think my background as a veteran has helped me see the, the other side of course, and appreciate so much more what he's doing because I have found so much joy and, and love in what I did in the Air Force. I absolutely loved serving. So I can appreciate what he's doing. And I, I feel like I don't have to worry as much. Like I can breathe so much better because I do, I get it. But <laughs> I think I assumed because I had that background that this would be so much easier, especially the deployment. But again, because the kids are involved, it just changes everything. Absolutely everything. And not for the negative. I just, it's just another challenge. a a challenge, you know, how do we get involved with what's going on, you know, especially with everything that's happened in Afghanistan recently, how do you keep them involved? How do you teach them without teaching them too much, you know, because daddy's overseas and all these people are talking about what's going on and, you know, they hear things, you have to teach them something. And, And we're very open in our home as well, especially when they keep are asking questions, but Um, I think that's been our biggest challenge is just teaching the kids, but helping them cope and find ways to cope because as they're learning, I'm learning too. It's not like, oh, hey kid, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you should do. And this, that, uh, no, I have no idea. (laughs) Army life. Like there's no set book. There's no guideline to help us through. Like it, like you're like, I can connect with a lot of things with you. Like, you know, Jeremy immediately deployed after he got out of base and he deployed back in early 2000. So he was gone for 12 months in the height of like a lot of stuff. So there's no set rule back. Like my experience, your experience, Sabrina's experience, they've all been different and they're going to be different for everybody. Having, having you've gone through all of that and you're, show up with such grace and positivity that like you you are a role model like even though you've only been a military spouse for such a short time the way that you handle military life is awe-inspiring at times I'm just like girl how are you doing that like how are you like still like have a smile on your face because I know some days like we have bad days some days we have great days but there really is no rule book and we could sit here every single day and do a girl chat and talk about all the different experiences we have with different people. And you probably will never hear the same story ever. No, which I love. Yeah. I, I love hearing like this side of your story and I'd love to hear so much more. I really do love hearing everyone's story because you take away so many different things from trainings or deployments. You know, it doesn't matter how long your significant other is away you're learning something. You go through something or what is it? He taught me about Murphy's law. I can't believe I didn't know it that way. <laughs> Girl, I hit you hard too. Like you learned it. We <laughs> Murphy law has like wiped your household out. Like it was just like, we are going in with a bulldozer and just laying it all out. Like I, oh. like, again, I do not for our listeners. Um, we're laughing about this, but she literally has been one after the other with Murphy Law, like things have just gone wrong. I feel like in every which way for you and you just come out laughing and that's, 
really the only thing you can do. I mean, well, for yes. the- that's typically how I, I view it is you take what's handed to you and you make the best of it because the day will pass tomorrow. You put on a face and, and it's no longer with you. You make the best of the next day. I mean, so why ruin the day that's in front of you? But it catches up to me too. I, I mean, I think I was just saying to Sabrina how, what, what was it that happened the other day when my bathroom completely flooded? See, I didn't even know that happened. What are you telling me right now? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And I think that was just the tip of the iceberg. You know, I mean, how long has it been that Nick has been are, What are we, four months, five months? I don't even know. I don't even know. But um, I, I that was the tip of the iceberg. And I'm I'm doing something the, every single month. It's like the month done. starts. What's happening? I'm done. I'm done. Oh, like, I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I have my bad days. And that was definitely a bad day. And it really wasn't because the, the water was flooding. I was laughing hysterically. Owen was telling me that he dumped the water. He didn't. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but you know, I did, I laughed at that. It was the after fact because I, I stopped and thought about, wow, all of these things that have gone on and here I am alone. It wasn't the things that happened or how they made me feel in the moment. It's just in that moment, I really, really, really missed Nick. You know, I, I wanted to call him. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to laugh and hear his really corny jokes, but I really missed him. And I honestly think that was the first time that I just was so overwhelmed with missing him. And it's crazy because the very next day, and I'm not sure if this is because the kids caught on, but it seems like the boys just had their day too. They're like, you know what, mom? I miss dad. I'm at that point where like, I want him home now that this is enough. We're done. We're done. So we, we took a couple days to just sit in it today. We went and jumped at the trampoline park and got to play and have some fun. And, and we're, we're getting our groove back, but for anyone who goes through anything, it's, it's an obstacle. It's not meant to break. You can if you let it, but it's an obstacle. You're meant to learn from it. Everything that I have gone through in my life, including these last four or five months, however long it's been, I have learned something and I have gained something, a a tool for my toolbox that I can take with me for the next obstacle. And, you know, it, it, that has just truly helped me. And, and I think the the joy of it is, especially through deployed love, is I can connect with other wives who have gone through it, not only because I can relate to it, but it makes me feel so good to share positive affirmations or positive thoughts because you can get through it. If I can get through it, you know, knowing my background, I know for a fact that someone, the next person can too. And if they can't, I want to be there. And I, I think that's where a lot of that has come from is all this negative that has happened in my life since childhood, really. I have learned recently that I find true joy helping people. 
am I finding a positive attitude and mindset, but I'm finding who I am through all of these negative experiences or obstacles or hurdles. I'm, I'm finding who I am and the type of people that I want to surround myself with. And I think that says a lot considering you look at a negative thing and you find really the silver lining. So, yeah. And it's, it's so easy to just fall into a spiral of everything is going to crap, you know, and I I don't want to be doing this and just pout and not get out and enjoy. I mean, the weather's been beautiful there's, but I'm sure there's people going through deployments who are just going to hide in their room, you know, because they, it's easier. It seems like it's easier to not face it. And it's easier to just sit in your house. But in the, I feel like in the biggest challenges is when you come out the strongest at the end, because Mm -hmm. you learn the most, like when it, I always know when my life feels so hard and so challenging that all of a sudden I'm going to feel really good. Like something really good is going to happen because I've been working my butt off for whatever it is. And it's also like good to like, just say no to things. Like take, if you're having that day, like take the day off. If it's just you take the day off and go do something for yourself, take the day off and go do something with your kids. Like we did that several times during the rapid deployment a couple weeks ago, um, where we were just so overwhelmed that I was like, okay, we're just, we're just going to go do this. Like, we're going to go to the zoo. We're going to go, um, eat dinner and then go get ice cream. And we're not going to worry about like budget or anything. Like we're just going to go, like, we just need to get out of our mindset. We need to get in a happy place and have a good time together. And it's okay to let go a little bit and, be sad, but also like, then get back in your group. Like the next day we were ready to go. Like, okay, now we're back on task. Let's do, you guys go to school. Mommy's going to go to work. We're going to have a good day and we're going to get back on track. So it's totally fine to know when you need it. Yeah. Know when you need it. Yeah. Like, or like, you know, you know, I know like me and Rebecca connected a lot. We met before deployed love, finding the people that you connect with and then, you know, build that community. Like, I'm so glad that you've come into deployed love. Um, Cause I think you're going to be a great asset and your, your, your drive to help other people is exactly what we embody at Deployed Love. We're here to provide that extra support. We're here to provide shoulder for you to cry on if you need to cry or the ear to listen or your escape. Like you need to just get out of the house and go have coffee. Like, we've got you. Exactly what you guys have been for me. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a great place to make those friends too because you know that everybody that comes to the events that we have are military spouses, right? <laughs> Most of us have been through tens of deployments we've been through it like so it's a great place that even if it's not you make best friends with one of us there's so many other spouses that come out and if you just take the chance to just introduce yourself and talk to them that that could be your new battle buddy I mean we all need battle buddies to get through deployments you have to have someone to be like I'm having a crappy day (laughs) like can we talk so yeah absolutely um I and that's that's the most difficult part obviously about moving and readjusting and realigning with new people that you feel yourself around with deploy love that has been so easy but everyone needs a person they need people like you were saying Ashley it's so easy to hide in your room and 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 it almost feels natural to just sulk in your feelings and hide and leave everything alone you know but it is not healthy. And I, when I say it's not healthy, I mean, it's okay to do that, but 
truly you are, I feel like most people, when they can sit at a table with those who share similar stories or backgrounds or feelings, no matter what the topic is, whether it's deployment or trainings or military or completely irrelevant to the military. Just parenting. Um, I mean, we all have the same yeah. age children, so. Oh, yes. Yes. Parenting too. I feel like just talking with someone and sharing your own story or listening, like it's like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like, just having someone listen to your, your story or how you're feeling is, is important. Yeah. And especially if someone could connect with you in some way or form, what you're going through, it helps. It's, it's so hard to talk to someone who doesn't have those experience like if you're you know have a friend who's not military like they they're not going to be able to relate the way that someone who's gone through those experience can relate with you like I wish I could say like meeting new people gets easier but like it really doesn't I the amount of times I've moved in my life you would think making friends would be like the easiest thing in the world but it's like dating and it's terrifying and only if you put the effort, like if you're just yeah, and saying you, you want put, friends yeah. on social media, that that's not going to happen. You may yeah. talk to someone for a while, but if you don't ever put the effort to like, let's meet at the park, let's go get coffee. Then, I mean, you're, it's nothing. That's not a friendship. You know, Facebook isn't like a full friendship. No, but Sabrina, but that's how I met Ashley. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's you can totally meet we people that way. Yeah. We were, what was it? I think we were like, who wants to meet and like work out and stuff? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. And do you ever work out together? We've done it once. <laughs> that lasted long. Okay. So, okay. In all fairness, like we kind of started it, like the thing, like the month where like I was gone a whole bunch, like yes. I was gone a week and then Rebecca was gone the following week. And then I don't know what happened, but um, oh, was, he took his two weeks of leave. Oh yeah, that's right. I was just I was ghosting everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, like it literally just like we're like, okay, like we'll maybe we'll start this back up after summer. Yeah. And technically, like we're still in the beginning stages of school. We haven't done anything, but like I yeah, no. But I mean, like, but I'm so glad that I like I almost didn't go to that first meeting. I was just like, eh, I'm not gonna go. And I was like, no, I'm gonna go. I told her I'm coming. I I want to meet some new people. And so I went and of course, like Claire really wasn't like all that into it, like half of the time. And Rebecca like was like, anyone want to do hot yoga? And I was like, let's do it. <laughs> so I came over to her house and we did hot yoga in her garage. In fact, and, and the Ashley who we met, the other Ashley, Ashley Ferguson, um, at Ashley Ferguson Photography is going to do the minis. It's a point. Yes. At, so, that, yeah, that too. The, the, yeah, she's going to be one of our photographers um, at the Fort Bragg mini sessions. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because we always tell all of our volunteers like networking is the biggest skill that you can have because it really is. I mean, making friends and getting your name out there and talking to people like if you hadn't had your meetup to work out, like we would have had one less coordinator, one less photographer. And it just making those connections is really important. And in a military community is that's the easiest thing about it is we all have that connection to the military. So that makes it an easy step stone into friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just have to be open to it because for me, even though I made that post in the great <laughs> wives page and asked for people to come work out in my garage, I 
you know, I was like forcing it like, Hey, please, someone like, let's be friends. I was trying to force it, but you know, with Ashley and deploy love and Ash, the other Ashley, um, it just happened. And you, the only way stuff like that is going to happen is if you're open to it. Um, and, and yeah. And I'm just, I'm so grateful with the way that it did happen because I didn't plan it. I did not expect this. She said something about deployed love. Well, hey, come to the coffee. Like we're having it up the road. Come to the next coffee. And you're like, okay, <laughs> so you came. And and kind of just grew from there. And like my kids yeah. love you. Like Claire asked almost every day, can I go see Rebecca? <laughs> so I'm gonna kind of circle back and I I would love to hear more about your career. I didn't even know you were an Air Force. Neither. I'm shocked. So I'd no. love to hear kind of like that, like the that part of your history. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I to this day cannot remember the movie that I saw when I was probably maybe nine or 10 years old. And I, I just remember it was a black and white movie and there were service men, not women, jumping out of helicopters or planes. I don't remember with service dogs, military canines. And I remember saying to my brother who at the time was starting the process of going Air Force Reserve, I remember saying to him, I'm going to do that one day. And, and, you know, him and my other brother and my mom, they just kind of, but as the years went on, they, you know, and they're like, okay, college. And what do you want to do? And I'm like, I already told you I'm jumping out of airplanes with a canine. <laughs> so I, um, I remember I was 16 years old and I went to the recruiter and he told me I was too young, but you know, I could go and work out with them once or twice a week if I wanted to as long as my mom signed off on it. And then when I turned 17, I swore into the depths program. And as soon as I graduated high school, I was gone a week later and went to air force basic training. And from there I went security forces, which is, you know, a cop military police in the air force. And I was in for a few years until I was able to retrain and I went canine. And, um, and I can totally picture you doing that. Like, I love like, it like, so much. I'm like, that is like what I would envision you like doing. I loved it. I love, maybe that's why I acquired four German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I absolutely loved my job and it came with a lot of challenges. It, it was very difficult to learn so much, but I loved the challenge every single day, you know, with not a human, but a dog. It's, it, it wasn't just a bond we needed to create, but a working bond and a personal bond and, and learning how to, you know, complete these challenges together. It was, it was fun. And I will always, always, always miss my time in the service, but I knew when I was given the miracle of my little Liam, my firstborn, I knew that I wanted to dedicate my time to him. And so it was a very, very tough decision. And I left the service, transitioned into the civilian world and became a mommy. And here I am with two beautiful boys. 
I mean, I absolutely love that you like literally followed your dream. Like you knew what you were doing and you were going to do it until you got there. And that's so cool. Yeah. I'm happy that it worked out that way. You know, that I, I fought for it because canine was very difficult to get into at the time. I think in general, across the board, it's a very competitive area. Yeah. But especially as a woman too, you have to prove yourself essentially in a man's world. And I, I, I actually really loved doing that. <laughs> but, you know, even to this day, I can remember my oldest brother, he's six years older than I am. He has always said to me, I still can't believe you became a canine handler. And this is the guy who went, he went Air Force Reserves. And I remember he was tasked somewhere, I think the border of Mexico, and he did IT and such, but he had to carry an M4 at this border. And he now, of course, he has a love for all guns and protection, but at the time it was just so new to him. It's not that it brought fear to him or anything. It just, he wasn't really comfortable doing that job. And to think that his younger baby sister was doing something like that on a daily basis. I remember those words coming out of his mouth, how shocked he was and proud um, that his sister did something like that. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely loved my careers and a cop. I think that's so cool. It's such a cool story to hear. And then, so how did you meet your husband then? Oh, <laughs> this um, <is> story. <laughs> sweetheart. Um, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Um, I think I was in seventh grade, maybe eighth. I'd have to ask my mother-in-law that question. I was flipping through my neighbor's yearbook and I don't know why we were doing this. And I just remember saying, oh my goodness, he's cute. He's cute. Oh, look at him. He's beautiful. <laughs> and back then, they would have the addresses and phone numbers to each person in the yearbook. Now, mind you, this was a, bit, a private school, a Catholic school with that. And so very small classrooms. And I called him. <laughs> <laughs> mom answered the phone and said that he was doing homework so I'm like okay thanks <laughs> well fast forward a few years in high school um Nick was a, a very shy guy oh my word I had to make all the moves and by all the moves I mean like eyeball him in the hallway and we had a mutual friend that I would send notes through and he would send notes through once he finally warmed up to me. And then, you know, after he, after I had to tell him like forwardly tell him, listen, I'm into you. This needs to happen. We were inseparable. Yeah. He supported me when I left for the service after high school, we both went home for Christmas. I was on leave and he went back from Alaska and we were home for Christmas and we ran into each other and it was a done deal. We were married a few months after that. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's kind of cool. Cause you, you were talking about how like your story is not the same as anybody else's, but man, yours really isn't like he's been through that other side too, of you going through basic training, like the, yeah. And it's kind of different, like that he's seen it and then you got to see it on the other side. 
Like yeah. none of us have had that experience. And so you saying that, that just made me remember that, um, I think that has been one of the biggest blessings because you can look at your spouse or your significant other and, and be proud that they, you know, went through basic and they're deploying and they're serving their country. They're serving their nation and for our freedom and our children's freedom. But when you, when your, your significant other has gone through basic or has deployed or has taken very similar steps, it is a whole new appreciation and pride and gratefulness that, um, I remember one of the first letters that I received from Nick when he was in basic. I mean, it brought me to tears, of course, but it, I could just tell that it brought him to tears when he was writing this because he said to me, you know, I get it. I get it. I know where your pride comes from and why you loved what you did and, you know, your military family and why you still stay in touch with them. He's, I get it. And I am so proud of you. And I'm so grateful on a whole new level. Um, so it brought us closer together in a new form and, um, you know, and now with him on his deployment, again, it, it's, we share similar experiences and we can connect on a whole new level. So it is fascinating how we've been able to support each other because I, you know, you think, all right, I'm your wife. I'm just, I'm helping you get through it. Yeah. Here's some positive words and here's a cool, um, <laughs> a cool box that we're sending you and we're decorating with Father's Day and Halloween stuff, but it's just on a whole new level. And I'm so lucky and so blessed that we've been able to connect in that way. Um, you know, obviously other families connect in different ways, but for us, it's just been nothing but pride and joy uh, to understand the footsteps that each other have gone through. So yeah, it's a, it's a really cool perspective to have on, you know, his military career and to see him grow in that. Cause I'm sure he's changed so much already, just going through basic training. I'm sure just seeing him grow into, you know, a military member is so different, especially having, you know, known him as a civilian for so long and you have been a military member now to see him come back and be like, what you did is it's gotta be really cool. <laughs> yeah. There was a little bit of jealousy. <laughs> When I first saw him, when he came in, and I saw him in his uniform, I'm like, man, I'm going to put my uniform back on now. <laughs> but in a good, in a good light, of course. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it yeah. Nothing good. is super sweet. And it's kind of similar to our, mine and Ashley's. We both met our boys in high school too. So we all kind oh. of been along for a, a really long time. We just celebrated our anniversary the other night when we were talking. So yeah, how many years? 12 years. So it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me, me and Jeremy have been together for 15 years in November. So congratulations to you. That's fantastic. It's crazy. It's just crazy to think that, right? Like it's like, yeah. how did, how did we get to this point? And it's also, how did we get out of high school that long ago? <laughs> when did that happen? Come on. Why? <laughs> you know, I, so like with this rapid deployment and like connecting with a lot of the spouses, um, most of our followers know that I'm a FRG leader as well. So oh, I was yeah. like, they're all like talking I'm like, yeah, we're like 22. Like, <laughs> I feel so old. 
Yeah, it doesn't get better. It's only going to get worse. So I know. I know. <laughs> so that means you are wiser and more beautiful. So I'll take those. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> well, I am super, super glad that your story kind of led you to us. It's been amazing to get to know you. And this, I mean, I've learned a lot about you just talking to you over this podcast that I didn't know. And I, I'm really glad to know. Well, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity, um, you know, for me to join the Deployed Love family and to share my story. It's been great. And so if you guys are at Fort Bragg, you will get to meet Rebecca in person because she will be at our holiday minis as well as a lot of our events that are coming up. So if you're around here, say hi when you stop by at our events, but we have a lot of fun coming up. So if you guys are following the page, you're going to start to see Christmas pictures coming up soon because we have Carson and Campbell have their events this weekend. So we have lots of previews that are going to be coming up in this next week on Facebook, as well. If you follow the Campbell and Carson pages or you're local to there, you're going to see your previews. So we are excited for all the families that are going to get their holiday mini sessions this week. We also have three Academy events coming up in October that we are super excited about. So if you're virtual and don't have a local coordinator near your base, make sure that you guys are checking our page regularly because we'll have the announcements for those events coming up within the next week. And we hope that you'll join us for that. Otherwise, we hope that we find you guys on Instagram on Rock Up Buttercup Podcast, where we love to hear how you like our episodes, what's going on in your life. If you want to join us on our episode, like we've said, all of our stories are different. So we love hearing the military life story and how everybody's stories go. So if you'd like to join us, just send us an email and we will talk to you. Otherwise, as we always like to say, Rock Up Buttercup.